Hulk Shield. Recorded live. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to podcast number 37. Um, on the line tonight, well, you heard the unofficial member of Talk Shoe, the Talk Shoe, or Brothers Comics, the Talk Shoe guy. So that means my people are in a different location. On the line, we have Big Hutch and Female Perspective. Say what's up, everybody. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. Um, now, normally we would just jump right into this and start talking about what we were drinking and um, what we've been doing during the week before we got into the box office report. But this week has been an unusual week, to say the least, in terms of social issues in relation to uh, black people, for sure, and another tragedy that came on top of that and somewhat or particularly related to it and to the incident that happened in Dallas. So we're going to talk about that for a little bit because it is more important than comic books and box office reports and news like that. So we're going to give it its just due. And if there's time, then we'll get into the regular podcast this week. All right. So um, neither one of y'all are on social media, but, I mean, you're not blind to what happens in the world. So what did you think of the first shooting, I guess, in Baton Rouge when you first saw it, Big Hodge? I thought it was a I thought it was a video of a movie when I saw it. Somebody showed it to me at work, and I was like, you know, I, I saw the man, a black man, being held down by two uh, not black cops, and there, you know, there's talking, there's talking, there's a woman screaming, and then I hear, you know, she she pulls away, and you hear the shots, mm-hmm. and I, I and I was like, what? I, mean, I thought it was a movie for the longest time, and then when I got home, and I'm like, that's real? This is the one I, in the car? This is the I, one that because first I was one. the first time um, in Louisiana. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this comes on the tails after we didn't podcast this week together, uh, on the tails of Jesse Williams' speech at the BET Awards, you know, essentially saying, you know, white cops find it in their, you know, their darndest to not kill white suspects. Yeah, black suspects for, you know, minor routines will often wind up in dead. And uh, this gentleman was selling, you know, CDs outside of a convenience store. Not exactly, you know, public enemy number one. And uh, definitely not understanding why he winds up not even face down, face up, and then winds up catching two to his chest. Um, So when did you see it, female perspective, or did you see it at all? Uh, I've seen it. Um, I think I, I heard about it, and then I I think I may have gone on um, it was the Internet or YouTube or something like that and, and watched it. But, yeah, I felt like it was an execution. Right. Yeah, that, that's a good word. He was pretty uh, much executed. Well, in both instances, I felt like they were executed. Well, the first one in Baton Rouge, I mean, you have two police officers. You have him pinned down. Right, and there was no need to um, to use that type of force. And I mean, he basically held the gun over his chest and just, you know, shot him twice. And they're saying he had a gun, and you know, they. You know, well, that's when he was down, so he couldn't use his gun. He couldn't. I mean, he had he had two police officers on top of him, right. so they made sure he. Even if he had a gun at that point, he wouldn't have been able to access it to you know to, to the cavalry. What right. what what uh what first off you selling CDs in 2016 and right. you need a gun to do that? 
Right. Well, I think he. I think because he he'd been, been harassed. From what I read, he'd been harassed by homeless people. So right. To he make sure that that happened. Been, yeah. Mm. So did, I mean, they, I think, did, did they determine if he did have a gun or not? Um, I think it was determined that he did. I know after they shot him, they reached into his pocket and pulled something out and threw it out. I'm like, well, if you could reach into your pocket, he couldn't have. Right. If it was in his pocket, that means he didn't go for it or reach for it. So why is he dead? Um, I mean, it made no sense. You know, you wake up and you see that stuff on social media, and it's just like, golly, man, what in the world? And, you know, I'm somebody that's not a real big fan of, that well, seeing those types of things, so when people put it on my timeline or post it to Twitter or whatever, I'm just like, ah, I didn't need or want to see that. You know, I, I, it still makes an impact on me without seeing it, but that one I didn't wind up seeing. And so you get your outrage up for that, and then you go to sleep, and then the next morning, hello again. And this one is a thousand times worse because it was streamed out live out on Facebook uh, for the gym in Minnesota. A female perspective, did you watch that one? Yes, I did. And again, it was an execution as well um, that that his girlfriend had the fortitude to film it while this was going on. And not to mention, be afraid for her own life because, I mean, in some instances, he, the police officer could have very easily shot her as well, took the phone and made up his own story, as we've seen happen plenty of times. It's exactly so, what would have happened, right. You're right. So that she had the fortitude to do this, maybe because she was doing it live at the time and it was going out live. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, I mean, yeah, she, they could have ended up with both of them dead. Right. Um, yeah. That's, so how, that's that's what normally happens. Yeah, that is what normally happens. And then he would have made up a story that they both tried to, uh, you know, both attack him or get his gun or interfere with his Right. Yeah. So he it would have basically been his word, and that's it. Right. Dead right. people tell no tale. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And you know, after this one had happened, you know, because it, you know, he said he was he was a licensed gun carrier, no criminal record. He tells him that he has a concealed weapon permit, and he's carrying, which is what exactly what you're supposed to do if you get pulled over. He followed every rule that you're supposed to, and then he winds up getting shot and killed. And I posted on our Facebook page, so if I don't comply, like the gentleman in Louisiana, I get killed. If I do comply, uh, I can get shot and killed. So what would you have me do? Mm-hmm. And, and they're both on video. Right, well, both are on video, and we'll see what happens. And both of these officers are um, have, are on administrative leave with pay, and we'll right. see what happens. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure neither one of them will do any time. Uh, no, if no, anybody, it'll be Minnesota. If anybody, it'll be Minnesota. Uh, the dudes in uh, in Louisiana, they're going to skate because, well, he was, you know, we weren't sure. We were fearing for our life or whatever. The other gentleman, he doesn't have anything out, and it's caught on camera, even more right. so that he didn't do anything. And that, um, and that's the problem that a lot of these incident, incidences are, are caught on camera and still nothing is being nothing. done about it. Right, the Baltimore stuff. He yeah. was healthy when he got thrown in the van, but he ended up dead with with a bad pass, nobody gets prosecuted. Right. No, nobody gets convicted. Mm-hmm. And it's just business as Very usual. Hard. And you can't, you can't expect for... Hello? Yeah, you're here. You're breaking up. Oh, they are. I'm, I got up a second. 
Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Eric Garner, you know, he's selling loose cigarettes. Not exactly again, public enemy number one gets put in a chokehold and killed on the sidewalk in front of people. And the dude that films it is the one that goes to jail. Now, the police officers are. The guy that filmed it because he was filming illegally, he got four years in prison. I mean, what kind of shit is this? Are you kidding? I didn't know that. He got yeah, that, four years in prison for filming it? Yeah, it came down this week. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Now, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But the police officer that put him in the chokehold... Okay. Got yeah, got nothing. Right. I mean, that's the and kind of justice system that we're living in. Right, currently. and then you can't expect for this to continue to happen, and and you know, people to continue to just accept that. Right. And there's also the this powder keg. Eventually, you know, people get fed up, right. and that's where we're at. People are fed up. Yeah. And on a kind of side topic related to it. The coverage of this, you know, before we get to Dallas, the coverage of it is so damn slanted. The gentleman in Louisiana, yeah, he has. Oh, my goodness. We were saying that earlier today. It's quality slanted. Right. Quality slanted. The gentleman in Louisiana had a criminal record. So, okay, he has a criminal record. But that don't mean that you get to kill him and stop showing his freaking mugshot. Stop running his criminal record because what you what you're vilifying him, you're de- you're dehumanizing him because he's dead. It's like, oh well, he had all this shit, so you know it was okay for him to kill him. Like, fuck that. He was selling CDs and DVDs outside of convenience store. That is not an offense punishable by death. Sorry, no matter what he did before. So, wow. uh, I mean, it's just awful. The, the, the man's name is Alton Sterling. Alton yeah, Sterling, yeah. Alton yeah, we got to remember these people's names, too, because yeah, they... Sorry, and I know I keep calling him gentlemen. Uh, and so, yeah, so he dies, the press, because he's got a criminal record. Then they don't know what to do with... You know, what's the gentleman in uh, in Minnesota was... What's his name again, Hutch? I'm getting there. Okay. I don't, see, that's, that's another thing. These names, you... Now, of course, we are all we all know the name of the dude in Dallas. Right. I don't know his name either, to be honest. <laughs> I actually I don't know his name uh, because I chose not to, and I'm we'll get to that here in a second. But the gentleman in Minnesota, because it was caught on camera, because it was completely unjust, just like the other one, and because he doesn't have a criminal record, they don't have anything to run. We're like, oh, well, he's been pulled over 17 times before. I'm like, that's a problem with your police department that's pulling people over for busted taillights. Y'all are just trying to make revenue. Because you didn't need to pull him up. And I put on our Facebook page the dispatch call. Did y'all see that? Um, I think I did read that. Yeah. yeah. It was Where? the dispatch call. Yeah, he, he fit the description. And, you know, they're basing that on probable cause because, the, you know, he has the, a wide nose. I'm like, the fuck? You could pull every black person over in America. Wide nose. Exactly. I mean, some kind of. Philando Castile? Yeah. Philando. Castillo was a gentleman in uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 that
was probably doubled the the second so quickly after the first one. And again, you're trying you're trying to get over that, and then the next night happens. And what happens the next night? Somebody in Dallas goes, you know, and just you have a it's a different level of outrage. But then this is something too that you know it happens during the Black Lives Matter. Uh, uh, and so I'm sure y'all, when y'all were seeing this at the beginning, are like, oh, dude, please don't be black. Please don't be black. Would that be fair? <laughs> yeah, but you kind of knew he probably would be, but sure. Yeah. yeah. Was, oh, well, and then they were like, he was targeting white cops. I'm like, ah, uh, maybe, I don't know. And it's just like, you know, this is going to make the situation because people in a a higher regard maybe than some people do. I mean, I'll flat out say it. I I don't hide, hold them in as high a regard as they do. Their job is difficult for sure. Also, time for that job too. You know, it's like teachers complaining about you know children. Like, well, you signed up for this shit. So, uh, <laughs> and, and that's my thing too. I mean, you made the decision to go in that line of work. That was your decision. You weren't forced to do it. So henceforth, if you really didn't want to go out there and risk your life every day, then don't do it. Right, exactly. So you, you know, you and you know, and the the spin was automatic. They were like, "Oh, this is the worst day for uh, you know attack on law enforcement since 9/11." I'm like, "9/11 was an attack on law enforcement? What are y'all doing?" I noticed they kept saying that. Yeah, they they kept reiterating that that statement. Like and look, it's a tragedy. But it, 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 how slanted the media is as far as this is concerned. I mean, it's unbelievable. And and my thing is, um, you know, when they arrested the uh, the <laughs> the one dude that shot up all the African American people in in the church, and <laughs> they took him to get fast food before they actually took him to the jail. That's right. how, you know, the other side gets treated as opposed right. to, you know, if you are of a darker hue. Yeah, well, and he got the gentleman that, they're not gentlemen, this wackadoodle that shot up these people, they blew him up with a bomb and a, and a robot. I mean, fuck, man. Like, the police are employing bomb-dropping robots now. That, the, the, the police, and this is where the problem is, and Big Hutch, you can speak to this, is that they've made the, they turned the police into the military. And now yeah. the military is there. If you're there and you're there for war, people recognize that and see it, and they will respond in just. Because they don't think you're there to protect and serve them. They think you're there to right. respond that way. You think that, Hutch? The, the, yes, the military the mili- or the police department has become more of a military type militarized force. right yeah, there, there's force. not law there's law enforcement is has gone to the second the dodo yeah right yeah no they are <laughs> treat these areas that are uh full of underprivileged and un you know people as war zones and they and they police them as such and yeah. that's the problem because most of the people again even in a war zone are there because they have to be, and they're doing their best to get by. But if you treat them unfairly, it's not going to work out great. Mm. That's what's happening. And, uh, the you know, the militarization of the law enforcement in the United States is a huge problem because there is no protecting and serving. There is uh, 
subjugation for the people that are there that they're trying to put them down to make sure that they don't do anything and eventually they will rise up which is what happened with this freaking nut up there, those people now even though he's saying I'm not affiliated with any groups I'm not with Black Lives Matter I don't like them either whatever the Black Lives Matter people are going to get blamed for it because it happened at their rally I mean top point now for white conservatives like this is the problem this is what happened yada 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 so boom, there you go um, so it's uh, it was just a terrible week in in total. Nothing nothing yeah. good came of it, and I don't think anything good is going to come of it the following week just because, just because. Like I just you know people are yeah. heightened and aware, and it's just everybody's everybody's well, dad's on edge. coming back. Who? Dad's coming back from his trip in Europe. Oh. You mean Obama? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think he came back early anyway. I think he was already back in the States. Yet. You must elaborate on that. Yeah. What? what you mean by that statement? Well, yeah, the kids have been acting bad at home, and, and Obama's in Europe trying to tell them to be nice and peaceful and get back together, <laughs> and the kids over here in the United States is killing each other. Right. So, Dad, yeah, Dad's like, damn, I got to go back and take care of this mess. Mm-hmm. Embarrass him in Europe, and right. here he come back. Well, y'all, well, y'all can't stop acting up. Right. I got a peace prize. Right, and 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 honestly, and so many, I'll say it, white people. It's so full of crap that you're like, oh, well, Obama divided everybody. Oh, right. I, I was just getting ready to say that. You know er, they're going to blame him for this. He get blamed. I, I've, I've made this. You know he will be blamed for this. <laughs> I've made this statement a thousand times to people. Nobody gets blamed for more stuff other than from besides Obama except for LeBron. LeBron and Obama <laughs> get blamed for the most shit ever. <laughs> Nobody's got blamed for more stuff than Obama and LeBron. And... She, I mean, it's I can't. I mean, I can't with certain people, man. It's just honestly, like Obama didn't divide anybody. Obama is the president, and he happens to be the first black president. Y'all are the ones that got a problem with him being the first black president, not Obama. He don't have a problem with it. And so now, anything that he says is, you know, that has to do with race. Oh, we're dividing people. Like, no, you just don't want to hear it, and you haven't wanted to hear it, and you for damn sure don't want to hear it from a black person. And so that makes, and thank goodness, again, I'm in education, so I'm off. I, I, what was it like uh, navigating the work streets with predominantly white folks at your jobs this week? Uh, it, it, it was the time. I would say uh, it, it was, we used to, I mean, it was on a, you know, this happened late in the week. Usually we all get hyped up about, what you going to do this weekend? What you going to do? But when that news came across, and it was kind of like 9-11, it was that, that hush. Every, you know, we're supposed to be working, but people are on the Internet trying to see what's going to happen next. And, you know, then the stuff happens on Friday with the Dallas shooting. And, you know, you, you could, I mean, the, the other side or my my colleagues, they were not happy. They right. didn't like it. Right. Yeah. So, and, you know, they, and then well, we, we forgot one situation. You heard about the gentleman getting hanged in Piedmont Park. Yes, we did, and I, you know what, and I, I did forget about that. Yes, a day after the click, KK passed out uh, flyers and whatnot, a gentleman gets hung, tree in Piedmont Park. Um, you know, to be determined what happened. Right. Yeah, they claim yeah. it was a suicide, but yeah, that. Uh, yeah. 
None of doesn't add up, but yeah. Well, and, and uh, I'm assuming that there hadn't been any hangings in Piedmont Park ever before. Just gonna assume it. And if there had been, it probably wasn't a black person. I'm, I'm just shooting, just throwing out stereotypes or whatever. But it just seems kind of coincidental. After all the incidents that had gone on this week, they throw in a clan like a uh, flyer rally that something happened. At. Man, I mean, I'm just saying. It just seems too convenient and too. It seems too convenient for me, basically, for my blood. Um, so, yeah. So thanks for bringing that up. Uh, just, I mean, it's just awful. I mean, I didn't want to. Yeah, no. The world has lost its mind. The United States has literally lost its mind. Um, I blame Trump because what he's done is he stirred all that freaking crazy racist stuff and legitimized it by running for president. And since our our media would rather have stories to tell instead of being fact checkers and checking this fool back into where he belongs, which is in a hole, that they've obtained this idea and allowed this shit to go on for six months. And this is the chickens coming home to roost with that gentleman or that asshole that shot up those police officers in Dallas. That's what chickens literally came home to roost. You sowed all these seeds of hate for the longest time. Eventually it was going to happen. And, again, that's not a justification. That's the reality of the situation. Again, my perspective and my opinion. But, yeah, so it's just been an awful week. What was it like at work, female perspective? Um, well, actually, um, on Friday I was not at work, so I okay. didn't. I can't really speak to that. Right, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad I wasn't around for all the side eyes and the whispering and the talking. You know, I'm the only black person in my office. So, um, you know, all that side whispering, and you know, because they can't talk about it around me because I'm probably going to have a different opinion of them than they do. So they got to talk about it, whatever, you know. Or it'll be that some person, can you believe what that dude did in Dallas? Like, that dude? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, you know dude gets switched out for Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, it was terrible. So, um, what do you want me to say? Like, am I, like... I'd be like, if you talk to anybody that's justifying that that person did that, you need to get away from that person because they're fucking crazy too. So, um, you know, of course, it's, it's the ridiculous thought that people can't understand that two things can coexist at the same time. I can be outraged at police injustice, and I can also be outraged that police officers got killed in the streets. Those aren't mutually exclusive ideas. Okay? Yeah, those aren't mutually exclusive. You know, I can be outraged at both. But for some yeah. reason, the dehumanization of black males, especially, eh, nah, that doesn't bother me. You know, there were more people upset that fucking gorilla got killed than those two men got shot. Yeah, you're right. So, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where I've been with this. Uh, not been a great week uh, overall in that sense. So I'm just, um, we definitely wanted to give this its it's just do and not just skip over it um, to start talking about all the other stuff. And I mean, if y'all see the Facebook page this week, you know, I pretty much, that's all I was really posting about. You know, I was kind of skipping over anything that had to do with comics and just kind of giving my kind of live kind of thoughts about this situation. And I even posted that clip from um, uh, old Richard Pryor's skit, and I know Big Hutch will remember it. Remember he was talking about niggas versus the police in 1974. And uh, the tagline is, I'm reaching into my pocket for my license because I don't want to be an accident. Exactly. That was 1974. 
nicely. So 42 years ago, he's talking about this, and it's still happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, the, the the biggest, quote-unquote, peaceful, most coexisting brother of all time uh, got not, I mean, he got thrown in jail a lot for just walking up and down the street and protesting. Right. You're talking about DeRay? Right. Yeah, DeRay so, got arrested this morning mm-hmm, for walking down yeah. the street. Right. right. So, I mean, we're getting, I mean, we're walking down the street and protesting all this injustice, and it's on video, and you still don't get it? I mean, I mean, what are we going to do? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I did see that this morning, too, when I woke up. I'm like, good Lord, man. And God forbid something were to happen to DeRay in prison. And if there was some dude that works for Trump or he's a pilot or whatever, he po- he posted on there that he was like, I hope, uh, or he was like, who else is hoping that the Baton Rouge Police Department um, disappears, like air quotation, DeRay, you know? So, like, oh, my God, man, fuck you. You are working for somebody that's running for president and you post that shit? That's awful. And the same way as that. Did y'all see that thing about that? Was that former congressman Joe Walsh? He had uh, posted on Twitter that he deleted it. But, you know, screen caps are forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. The, that's the biggest waste of time. Once you post something, yeah. it's done. It yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, what is it? Um, you know, the thing that happened in Dallas, you know, uh, it's Obama's fault. The real Americans are coming for you. You Black Lives Matter punks and Obama, we're coming. For, real Americans, we're coming for you. That's a threat, for sure. And now this motherfucker not only makes that threat and then takes it down. That's not what I meant. That's exactly what you meant. And two, then like he's on CNN or whatever, getting to defend his fucking ridiculous position. Which, is, how could you make a threat against the president and then be on TV to talk about what you meant or about it? Is it's awful. Awful. The media is awful. I, I I used to not be one of those people that was like, you know, the media is slanted or whatever. It, 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 it's not only slanted, but it, worse yet now is that it's, they're just really trying to sensationalize everything. And right. that's all they yeah. care is about people watching it because they know people won't watch it because they can read about it on Twitter and Facebook and they don't have to watch it. So they have to ramp it up even more on television to get people to watch that bullshit. Um, so... Yeah, that's. Um, that's what are you drinking? Because you on, you're on fire. Uh, <laughs> I've been fired up all week. I'm on a Michelob Ultra, which is not even real beer. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it not even real. Beer. So what else are you on? <laughs> that's it. Oh man, I'm on. I'm on. I'm off, and I have to read about. Not have to, but I'm reading about this stuff. You know, kind of engaged forth with, you know, like-minded people, don't engage with people outside of company or whatever, and it's just like, already, man, like, I'm, I'm so, I think I posted on Facebook, I was like, I gotta go, let me make sure the taillights are not, okay, pull it over and get killed for a busted tail. And that's a shame that you have to, that that you have to really be reticent of that, um, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Right, and it's you know my son is what eleven. I'm gonna have to have this talk with him, and it has already right. kind of started about like you know, look, man, you're not gonna be able to do what your friends, white friends, do if they if something happens with the police. You're going to get judged more harshly and critically. I can't believe I'm having to give him the same speech that my mom and uncles gave me, Nam, 35 years ago, man. We ain't got right. nowhere. It's the same thing. 
I, and it almost feels, and I've said this before, it feels like we're going backwards as a society. You would have thought that we would have gotten past this at this point. Nope, we haven't. The black president, and it's still the same. It's like a cycle. A black president it made it worse. Come up it in did. that same cycle. And, and, the, and the, uh, the number of the top cop is, we've had two black cops. Attorney generals, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it it but it's all that did Obama getting elected all it did was stir up that old racist stuff and now Trump running and being successful has made it worse it just made it worse and you know God forbid that he wins it's going to be a thousand times worse and, yeah, it and I was just thinking that if you win, racism, this is going to be amplified by a hundred it's yeah. just going to be that much worse. Yep, it legitimizes so racism. This is a peak of what we have to look forward to if he gets elected. Now, but let's talk about the convention in Cleveland because, I mean, that you're going to see some, the 4th of July was last week, but we're going to see some more fireworks at, in the Republican yeah. convention. Yeah, no, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, uh, what is that, 68 in, in L.A. Uh, yeah, it's going to be You're going to see the Black Lives Matter people outside. Right. Yeah. You can hear from LeBron James, who go. I mean, that, whatever the Republicans put out, he. I mean, they go put go LeBron James. Could be like, I don't support that. But right. I mean, you keep bringing up LeBron James. He he's not. He really doesn't have anything to do with this convention. Yeah, he's big in Cleveland, but I mean, there. You know, he doesn't carry a lot of weight as far as this convention is concerned. Right. So I think, I, he has, I think he pulls a lot. I, I don't. I think you've given him way too much credit as far as that's concerned. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how much he's going to be involved or even if he'll be yeah, there. that's what I'm saying. He, he's and, probably not even going to be there. And right. let alone, I mean, I'm sure he's focusing on other things at this point. Or right. this is, I mean, this is the biggest thing everybody's talking about. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he's going to be do, dealing with right. it. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm sure he's... he's yeah, this is people who are going to be focusing on, on that. Are Malcolm Anthony talking about it? Yeah, sure. But that's yeah. I mean, I, I I'm kind of with I'm kind of with female perspective on this. I don't think it becomes an issue for LeBron. Like I don't think he. I don't think he, it's going to be. An issue they all they all when when old boy got choked out and talking about I can't breathe. They all wore can't breathe shirts. Now no, you that, and, that's, and and that's during the season. This is during the off season. Uh, there is no more off season. But he's not going to be – I don't think he'll be anywhere near or around Cleveland while that's going on. I really don't. I agree um, with you. I don't opinion. think he is either. I think he'll be in his Miami home or in L.A. or wherever he, he rests during the offseason. He's going to allow that to like, get involved in it. Now, if he does, that would be a definitely step in a in a direction for, you know – uh, you know the black, the modern day black athlete to go out there and start. Uh, you know if he's out there protesting or if he's out there marching. I mean that would be a step in that direction for the modern day black athlete. But I don't see it. Um, and he and, and for to LeBron's credit, he has been probably as active as any modern day athlete in social issues that have happened in the world. Um, you know. Yeah, um, he has. I, I'll give yeah. him credit for that. He yeah, has. Man, he's 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 I can't breathe. I don't see him being a, a major turning point as far as this is concerned. No. Right. I, really yeah, I think. I think he stays away from it. But I, we could be wrong, and it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Okay. Well, right. I'm, I'm hoping I'm right. Okay. And I'm, I'm not a big Cleveland person, but sure, we'll go for <laughs> it. 
So, but yeah, so that I mean, it's just been an, an awful week. It really has. Um, and you know what? Let let's do this. Let's break this up into two podcasts. We'll we're gonna do this, but uh, because we didn't get a chance on podcast thirty five to do um, STFUs and cause with Brother Beavis and Sandman, and um, I think this one, even though we're it's more hurt than angry. Uh, but I think there's a little bit of anger there, so maybe we can throw out some STFUs um, to, you know, kind of to cap this off, and then we'll do like a regular podcast for, um, uh, like the the Brothers Comics podcast, just to, you know, to kind of take ourselves Light. down a notch a little bit. Yeah, to take ourselves down a notch. So, um, um, I don't know if you got anybody off the top of your head. I mean, I already gave one to that Joe Walsh dude, like, uh, you know, talking about real Americans. Like, first off, motherfucker, who's a real American? Um, like, the Native Americans? They coming after Obama? <laughs> because what the hell are you talking about? I mean, how can you be a former congressman spewing, like, just absolute bullshit? Just bullshit. So he, for sure, definitely, for me, gets an STFU. You think anybody, Big Hutch? Let's see here. I had one when we started this thing, but we got yeah. to whatever. Um, I can. Yeah, hold on. I'm going through the Facebook page because I think I gave out a few <laughs> over the, during the week. Um, yeah. Uh, hold on. I had a couple beforehand. Now all of a sudden I yeah. can't think of anybody. Come on. Well, well, here's one, and we'll just throw it out as a general comment. Um, so the things happened with uh, um, Baton Rouge and Minnesota, and, you know, people are upset, black people are upset, and, you know, white people are upset too, you know, whatever. But, you know, a lot of the black celebrities moonwalking the fuck away from this situation that, you know, I, you know, whatever, you know, that, not, you know, no comments on their Facebooks or their Twitters or whatever about anything. So, now, nah, but then the police situation happened, and then they all got something to say, oh, this is a tragedy, this is terrible, you know, all lives matter, and, you know, and all that bullshit. And then I'm looking at this thing I posted for Tigger on our Facebook page, you know, Kylie Jenner must have allowed him to get his phone, you know, out of punishment to go ahead and post this bullshit. Um, Kevin Hart was on that All Lives Matter shit too. Um, some and Dion Sanders was on that All Lives Matter shit too. So um, I was just like, man, you know what? Y'all so worried about your damn Q rating sometimes that you can't see the forest or the trees. Because if you said Black Lives Matter, the people that hate you for saying that shit already hated you to begin with. They wasn't buying your movies. They wasn't doing any of that shit for you. So shut the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, that's that's that. You got anybody female perspective? Like I said, I'm scrolling through. No, our Facebook page. I, I did not have anyone. Oh man. Oh, did you? Uh, Raven Simone. She was on that shit too. And after everything happened, she's like, "Stop the divide. We are all Americans." <laughs> well, we are. Yeah. yeah. But see, here's the thing. See, because yeah. like, Twitter is a motherfucker. Um, when Orlando happened, and I don't think we've even talked about it since that happened. When Orlando happened, uh, you know, she on her Twitter, like, you know, we got to come together. 
did you know the, you know this you know what happened with the, you know the, the the gay and lesbian community you know what you know we got to all that stuff or whatever. But for this shit, when black people matter, no, that didn't. No, we're not all Americans then. But when the police died, yeah, we're all Americans. We need to unite, and you know. Well, if you've ever, you know, seen interviews or or seen her on uh, the View, she on that shit. Yeah, she her viewpoints are are very skewed. Right. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, and shout so, out yeah, to. I would I would take what she says with a grain of salt. Shout out to Richard Douglas Jones from uh, Black Nerd Power. When he saw it on her Twitter feed, he just started going at her. It's like, you coming from a life of complete privilege. You you know, you've been famous and rich since you were five years old. You don't know shit about shit. And it's true. You know, she's lived in a privileged lifestyle and life house, a life for her entire life. So she doesn't know anything about anything. And, you know. But the- and but, I, think the some, I think there's some self-hate there, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I Like I said, you gotta, you got to see where she's coming from if you watch The View or whatever. Yeah, there, there's, some, there's some underlying issues there big time. Well, she's been on that shit about, like, you know, when she said that she wouldn't hire somebody named Shaquanda if her name came out. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There, there's some underlying issues there. Right. And I won't. I won't delve into it any further. Oh, yeah. Yeah, any further. Well, at, least, <laughs> at least you're in the water there. Mm-hmm. How much deep you want to go, but sure. Yeah, I got another one for you. Um, uh, how was that? Wendy Williams. Did you see that thing about Wendy Williams? No. Did you, y'all know who Wendy Williams is, right? And y'all are daytime workers, so you don't watch any daytime TV. And I only get the chance to watch it because you know, I know of her. And right. that's about all I can say. <laughs> I know of it, and that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, see, I was nice. I wasn't going to take it to that point. I but damn nice. You did. Easy, easy, easy. Um, <laughs> basically, she was on her show during the week, and she ran, like, the Jesse Williams speech, and basically was like, what did she say? She's like, I mean, why are there each uh, you know, historically black colleges. Why are there? I mean, if there were historically white colleges, uh, people would be up in arms about it. Um, or, uh, um, so basically, every, well, basically, the National Guard marched somebody into the school so they could attend. Black people could attend. African Americans could attend. Right. Hold on. Yeah. Every school that is not an HBCU is an historically white college. Every one of them. Jewish college or historically whatever college. Exactly. So I'm like, like seriously, how can you be so ignorant? You black man, you. This is like Hutch's story about that football player that didn't know who Martin Luther King was, man. Like, this is literally, like, the most ridiculous thing. I, but I share that story, Hutch. Here we, here we go. Coming yeah. down of our society. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is stuff that's being, you know, projected to our younger generations. Right. And this, this. I mean, this pretty much is the dumbing down of our society. Well, she's always been trash, and so I would assume the people that watch her show are trash as well, because trash recognizes trash. Talk about me not being nice. You're talking about garbage. 
I mean, she was six foot eight. Yeah, at the Amazon. <laughs> right. And, I mean, she stands up like I do, I think. No, but that's easy, all I do. Easy, easy. <laughs> now, I'm yeah, getting called in. I'm getting called in. Yeah, because that was more of a trash. But you just said it was more of a I'm saying her show is trash. She's trash. Her show is trash. I'm not calling her a man. That's different. <laughs> she just said it was horrible. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was that. I'm being falsely accused. <laughs> and then the last one I saw, like, uh, whatever the opposite of an STFU is for us, we give that to Serena Williams for winning her 22nd major. So, shout out to Serena. But then Madison Keys, who was um, played in the tournament as well, there was this article written on the Undefeated, which is the, the black writers portion of the ESPN.com website. Madison Keys, who's I think her father's black, her mom is white. Right. Um, she she doesn't she doesn't want to recognize her. But she's like, oh, Madison. You're you're breaking up again. <laughs> No. Wendy Williams got the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, but you're yeah, you're, you were breaking up there for yeah. a minute. Yeah, it's, it's y'all, man. My phone. I'm on my house phone. I'm not even on my cell phone. It's y'all. Well, maybe it is. Oh, I, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, I got a Wendy Williams phone. <laughs> It, it should be acting right, but it ain't. Yeah. It's trash. Okay. Um, but I was saying, yeah, Madison Keys, who's, you know, a tennis player, her father's black, her mom is white, and, you know, they were talking to her about, you know, she, she's the next, you know, black. <laughs> Williams just, she's like, I'm black. I'm just Madison. Uh, 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 I'm getting to that. Uh, I forgot. I was, like, I'm a... Um, yeah, we, you're breaking up again. <laughs> we caught the tail end of that. And, you know, it's just like, oh, this new generation, they don't want to be, the millennials, air quotation, don't want to be defined by these labels or whatever. I'm like, and good luck with that, because life is labeled. Being black yeah. is one of those labels, and you better embrace it, because if you don't, that's a you issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you are going to be defined by that label. <laughs> that work out for Tiger. Right. How to work out for India for all Yeah, you're right. Exactly. I'm ca- Cabalation. What is that? And then what he said? He was Cabalation. Yeah, he said Cabalation. Yeah. 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 And soon and uh, yeah. So he, but again, it it takes it takes an incident for you to realize like people don't really love you. They just deal with you, make money. Right. Yeah. And, and, and what, I've, what I've heard as far as Tiger's uh, is concerned, um, he's not a very likable person anyway. 
So legend beyond of you know whatever he wants to call himself, but yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the stories I've read, he's just not a likable person. He a billionaire, or he's a billionaire too. I mean, I mean, just because you have money doesn't mean you have to be an ass. It helps. (laughs) It helps. Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say it does help. Yeah. And that means that you have to treat people like crap either. Right. It helps. <laughs> I, I ain't seen no billionaire walking down the street and be like, hey, how you doing? They usually billionaires is basically anti folks. Mm-hmm. They they got to deal with it. Uh-huh. So, but anyway, so yeah, that's it. Y'all can't think of anybody that you got as a. I cannot. I can't think of. No one comes to mind as of, as of right now. Okay, well, we'll just leave it at that then. Um, so, yeah, so we'll wrap up this. We'll have to rename it. We'll just rename it after, uh, um, ad, like, just kind of social issues or whatever. I'll, I'll figure out a name for it, and we'll put that to bed. And then um, we'll uh, we'll try to do another one here, you know, in a minute. I'll grab, like, drawing, drawing, cleaning gutters. That's for all I've been doing all day. Uh, no, you're I, you know, I've been, oh, oh, I you so Yeah, they could. Yeah, they yeah. could have to do all, that. All those brown leaves <laughs> that you had to put away. Yeah, all yeah. leaves matter, man. All leaves matter. Uh, yeah. All those nice, so, white, so. clean gutters. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Have this one up, and then we'll give ourselves like you know thirty minutes or so, and then we'll come back to podcast. Literally, the real podcast thirty six. You know, we'll, we'll take it back to what Brothers Comics is. You know, what we usually do, not not our social. Media yeah, to, to lighten the mood. So yeah, we need so, to lighten the mood. Yeah. What the comment you uh? Momentarily, so if you checked out this podcast, go ahead and you know share it and give your reviews on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Uh, share it with your friends. Uh, five reviews on uh, or three stars or two stars. We appreciate any feedback that you have. Um, shout out to Bison for life. Bison uh, had wanted to try to come on to talk about these social issues, but he wanted to do it yesterday. And I didn't to you guys yesterday. So uh, so shout out to Bison. Uh, we will get you on eventually. Um, and uh, what's that? And if you haven't done, check out the site of brotherscomics.com, brotherscomics.com. Um, any other Brothers Comics business that you got, Hutch? Anything? Nothing really. Nothing really. All right. So we'll see y'all. No, not it'll be a half hour, but it'll be a half hour for us. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Say, say peace. Peace. All right, peace. Later. Thank uh-huh.